0: yo it is your boy jb and if you're wondering to yourself right now why do i sound a little different it's because i am coming to you live and direct from my castle from my place of dwelling okay from my dungeon where i recharge my energy every single day and lay my head from my house for my my cabin in the woods. I am not sitting next to Evan like always. Evan, tell me you can hear me.
1: JB, I am right here. I can hear you just fine.
0: Well, God damn it. That's a good thing, man, because dire times call for dire measures. And you know what? We will do whatever we need to do to get this podcast to the people because we know you need it. We know you need a little bit of a, a break, okay, from the monotony, something to spice up the day, something to get you through the day, and we're here to deliver in a real way. Okay? Evan, let the people know what is the agenda. Let's let's get real organized. Let's tell the people what what are they gonna get out of this episode? What's happening right now, man? Tell them.
1: JB, I'm glad you asked me. You know there's nothing I love more than organization today on this podcast. Man, we're going to review some songs. We're going to play a little snippet of every song that came out last week, last Friday, what have you. We're going to go ahead and interview someone from the band Ayaterra. It's a fantastic interview. We are proud to have you hear it, and we're happy to have you here. Then after that interview, we're going to re- review some more songs. Okay. Then we're going to go ahead. Maybe we'll talk about what's going on in the reggae rock world. Then at the very end of everything, if you stick with us, we'll give you a positive thought of this week, something to keep you going, remind you that life ain't that bad. It could always be worse. There's a lot of stress right now, but man, things could always be worse. And and right now we're alive and listening to a podcast. So things are all right. Uh, John, does that sound like what we're doing here today?
0: Dude, that sounds like we got a full plate of food for the people, man. We better sit down and unravel your knife and fork and get put your bib on, get ready for a feast of an episode, okay? Evan, let's keep this thing moving, man. What I do we agree. got next, dude? What do we got first? What do we got first? Let's when kick you- this
1: whole thing off with some words
0: some words
1: yes some words from Maya Angelou that's Dr. Maya Angelou about being a rainbow in someone else's cloud let's listen to something about a little bit of what you can do for others
2: there's an african-american song 19th century which um, is so great it says When it looked like the sun wasn't gonna shine anymore, God put a rainbow in the clouds. Imagine. And I've had so many rainbows in my clouds. I had a lot of clouds. But I have had so many rainbows. And one of the things I do when I step up on a stage, when I stand up to translate When I go to teach my classes, when I go to direct a movie, I bring everyone who has ever been kind to me with me. Black, white, Asian, Spanish-speaking, Native American, gay, straight, everybody. I say, come with me. I'm going on the stage. Come with me. I need you now. Long dead. You see? So I don't ever feel I have no help. I've had rainbows in my clouds, and the thing to do, it seems to me, is to prepare yourself so that you can be a rainbow in somebody else's cloud, somebody who may not look like you, may not call God the same name you call God, if they call God at all, (laughs) you see, and may not eat the same dishes prepared the way you do, may not dance your dances or speak your language but be a blessing to somebody. That's what I think.
0: Damn, Evan, you know, I I love the fact that we put a little quote in every episode, something just to get your brain moving, something just to get you thinking, something uh, fresh, you know, something for the culture, you know, I like that. And speaking of the culture, Evan, we had a lot of fire music drop last Friday, man, a lot. And leading the charge is one of my personal favorite bands. Okay, I talked with Garrett, the lead singer, last week. I'm writing an editorial piece. I'm gonna, I'm gonna publish it on Reggae360.com. Okay, this is the band from Long Beach, Fourth and Orange, and I tell you what, man, they had a insane guest feature on the remix of their banger in the lbc evan i'm gonna shut up and let the music do the talking man why don't you go ahead and fire that up queuing it up
3: Money. Two for the show, show. three uh, to uh, get uh, ready, four to blow. blow. East side, fourth and orange, my buzz spot, you know that. 2-1 and Lewis, I grew up, you know that. Long Beach, full of stars, Blue City, you know that. Test mine, T-Wine, bummer clock, you know that. Bad bitches with riches, don't get it twisted, we lift it, eat and snippin'. And Grippin''''''s politics, and we keep it dippin'.
0: Damn, bro. I mean, Warren G, dude. Talk about Long Beach love, dude. Talk about you know a legend from the music scene in Long Beach, blessing Fourth and Orange with a cosign, sign man. You know, get Warren G on the track, dude. That's crazy, bro. How many regular rock bands are doing shit like that, dude?
1: You love to see and, it. You love huh? to see it, JB. You, you,
0: yeah, you love to see it, man. And and it goes back to the team behind Fourth and Orange, man. A powerful, powerful team behind these boys, man. That's just so great to see because, dude, the, re- the regulator, Warren G, bro, on a reggae rock song, man. Thank you, dude. More than Orange, man. Like, that's that's part and that song, dude. Honestly, man, go back and listen to those lyrics, man. That's it's real. That's that's life in Long Beach, that's culture in Long Beach. That's a Long Beach sound right there. And uh, Warren G. approves. If Warren G. approves, JB approves, man. Evan, do you approve?
1: Psh, me? I approve. I mean, I approved of the song without Warren G. Then you go and throw Warren G. into the mix, into the remix. I got to tell you that I co-signed on that. That's cool as heck, man. I mean, I think, I think anybody our age has listened to Warren G. and never would have thought he'd be coming up in a reggae rock podcast. I don't think either of us could have predicted that.
0: I don't know, man. I I remember the first time I heard Warren G, that was the exact thought that I had. I said to myself, you know what? I'm probably in about maybe 20 years. I'll probably be doing a reggae rock podcast with Evan Yarmo talking about how Warren G is blessing reggae rock music in modern-day America. You must have some uh, like
1: special powers or something.
0: Yeah, you know, it's funny, man. That's, that's manifestation, bro. That's the power of being positive, man. You just got to put thoughts in the universe and, and see things to fruition. But really, though, really, really, man, Joking aside, dude, Fourth and Orange is a sick band. Um, I can't wait to see the music that they have coming down uh, the pipe in the future, man. These guys are going to be here for a long time, and they have be doing the damn thing for a long time. So um, check them out. Check that song out. Listen to that Warren G-verse. It's fire. Speaking of fire, speaking of... Bands that are going to be here for a while. Speaking of uh, culture and talent and and uh, just drive, man, you heard it. If you listened to our podcast last week, you heard it for yourself. Bunk Town Falls, dude, they finally dropped the EP, High Quality. Okay, it contained this new song, Power and Sand. Okay, Bunk Town Falls. If you haven't heard that podcast, go back and listen to it. Those guys are entertaining as fuck. They got personality, they're funny, they, they uh, encapsulate. You know, the whole vibe of our culture was this music thing and kind of that carefree, funny, loving life attitude, man. And I can't get enough of it, man. So, Evan, yeah, fire that up.
1: Here's the next song by Bunk Town Falls Power and
0: Fire it up. Oh, Evan.
1: Oh, sorry. Sorry, John. Sorry, John. I'm just
0: kidding, man. It's easy. At, you know what? I wish I could see your face right now, man. You know, I feel we would be. This song is so much happier right now, but no instead I'm just talking to my phone. It's easy for me to get mad talking to my phone, I've been okay? I'm trying to bring the good vibes, but just don't did you know you know what i like about that song man is it's kind of got like a like a slow start it's got like beach vibes man something very mellow super chill very relaxing man just like i don't know dude it's just got a, a real cool start to the song man something to put you in the right state of mind and there's a there's some bars that were uh spat in that song too man they uh it's been a couple bars. I, I I enjoyed the the kind of like flow of that song, and you know, it's just like it's like a smooth melody throughout the entire song, man. It's a it's a song of love, okay, Evan. The line "Respect me for who I am" uh, resonated with me, you know, because uh, I like I like the concept of respect. I like to earn it. Do you feel um, disrespected? Yeah, sometimes, especially. Uh, you know, by um, uh, myself, dude. Sometimes I disrespect myself. I gotta learn to be more respectful. I gotta respect me for who I am. But no, really though, dude, I can picture listening to this song riding to the beach in a baby blue Buick Skylark. Maybe a 1966 Buick Skylark. If I could bump this song on the way to the beach, I'd be I'd be a happy man, honestly. What do you think, Evan?
1: Man, Bunktown Falls, to me, every time I hear them, I just feel like they bring that skate punk vibe, you know? I don't know. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. But I just always feel like this is, they could fit right onto a Tony Hawk soundtrack in a second.
0: I'm sorry. I I have horrible reception on this phone. Did you say they give you a steampunk vibe?
1: Nope. Nope. Didn't say that at all, John. (laughs) Uh, I said a a skate punk, like skateboarders, man. Skate punk. That makes so much more sense than steampunk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What's the first thing you think of when you hear the word steampunk? Go. Uh, uh, there's like a video game,
0: like Bioshock or something, dude. I don't fucking oh, dang,
1: know. Dang, I just replayed all of the first Bioshock. Of course you did. Yeah, man. Quarantine. It was a free game last month on the PlayStation Network. No,
0: dude. No no free ads for PlayStation. Everyone knows Xbox is better. But speaking of Xbox being better when i think of xbox i think of uh something digital okay when i think of digital i think of digimon okay when i think of digimon i think of shakamon when i think of shakamon i think of dread kennedy because shakamon was featured on a dread kennedy song that dropped last Friday called scandalous okay evan why don't you go ahead and play that song huh cue it up Cue it up.
3: I can still smell her perfume in the middle of the night when I wake up. And she left me broke and stranded. Confidence and tired is what we take up. But I mean, broke and stranded. I got watching me Been hustling through the streets since I was-
0: You no, know, thing about Jared Kennedy, man, is I really think he's a star, man. I think Jared Kennedy is uh I think he's a star in our scene, man. There's something about his voice, his vibe, the way he carries himself, man, you know, who he's affiliated with. Like, you know, he's 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 uh you know, he was on that tour that uh Josh Heinrich did with the movement and then dubious. You know he's always kind of like been very close with Josh Hiney, and Skill and Job, um, and and uh, you know he's he's in Idol vibes, right? But I think Drake Kennedy as a soul artist is as um, fire, man. And this song, featuring Shakaman Scandal, it's like it's a, it's a good uh, example of that. I mean, you you can hear the island vibes. You can hear the signature voice. It's like a, it's that island voice man like uh jack kennedy's got just an incredible voice um and you know this is a song man it's kind of like you know jack kennedy wanted to give some wisdom uh to the young men out there because um you know we we love and respect women okay but just as there are good men and and bad men there's good women and bad women and this is a song about one that's particularly scandalous and he's just kind of giving a little advice, man. The wicked gal is the enemy. Okay. You know, so take you by the heart in the hand. And, um, it's just sage wisdom from an OG drag Kennedy, man. you know? And I think Shaka even throws out the line, you know, you just another notch in the bedpost, Evan. And Man, I know you don't want to feel like that, dude. You don't want to be objectified by a scandalous individual, right? I mean, it's horrible.
1: Sometimes I like to think of myself as a scandalous individual, but that's just because I like the word. What I really want to know is, Dread Kennedy, who hurt you? Who put you through this? Who, was, who made you just another notch in the yeah. bedpost? Yeah, right? You know, we need to get to the bottom of this and find out who broke your heart, you know?
0: You know what though, I think we all in and, and and here's the thing though, like we're not shaming the scandalous woman. All right, we're a no. sex positive podcast. Uh but we also believe in living righteous and not lying and manipulating people. It sounds like she's doing a little bit of that. So you're right, man. Who was that person that broke Jared Kennedy's heart? I don't know. Maybe nobody. Maybe he just saw You know, maybe he had a friend that that was going through it, Um, you know, but nevertheless, this song is like a, uh, it's like a little life lesson, man, baked into, uh, just a, just a fire reggae rock song. And, um, this man, just, I just want to keep seeing what Jerry Kennedy does. Honestly, hopefully we'll get him on this podcast and be tight to, to talk to him. But, uh, John, the, the way song, you look man.
1: at songs from every angle puts my brain in a pretzel. Sometimes, you know, it's like you just—you took me and you just—you took me so many different ways, and you you thought about it so much, and you say so many things, man. I just I just get lost, and it just puts me in a whole knot. You know, I feel like my brain is wavy.
0: Yeah, you probably have a beta brain, dude.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh man. <laughs> I'd go see a doctor about that, but I hear they're pretty busy nowadays.
0: No, man, that's, uh, that's actually a segue to our next song. Um, Illuminati Congo and John Robinson put out kind of an EP called pillars. And there's a song brain wavy where he talks about alpha beta gamma. Okay. brain waves. It's a pretty dope song. Why don't you, uh, Take a lid out that thing, man. Let it let it get some air.
3: Brain wavy decode the, the data. Brain wavy delta theta. Brain wavy alpha beta gamma. I am the programmer. Brain wavy, decode the data. Brain wavy, delta, theta. Brain wavy, alpha, beta. Gamma, I am the programmer. Sound stereo, sound boy, burial. Fly aerial, shine like. Back to basics, black opaqueness, contact the spaceship, difference, insane, shape and shapeless, mainly Name nameless, true
0: illuminators, no one know derby to turn. Yeah, man. So have you see why I suggest you maybe you have a beta brain? It's okay. It's okay if you do. And uh, you know, this this CP is just full of just good game, just insightful. Uh, conscious progressive thinking I love the way Illuminati Congo blends like uh, progressive thought and just bars they're just good hip hop music and you know this song man they're talking about some real shit man brain waves I like to, to play on words brain wavy alpha beta gamma you know I'm somebody that loves I like binaural beats all right, those are all different types of binaural beats, alpha, beta, gamma. Um, and they're different sounds to induce different uh, physiological and psychological functions. So I know, like, when I'm studying or writing or doing something, working on my computer where I have to really focus, dude, I'll throw on some binaural beats designed to help me focus. And, man, I swear it works, honestly. It just puts me in the zone. So out of Congo, he's always tapping into, like, what is something that could help? raise your vibration what is something that could help you elevate as a as a human in a natural organic way and that's something that uh that i feel very strongly about just a line: i am the programmer i like to think that i can program my brain um to be cooler but i can't and i just have to live with it but when i listen to this song i feel like maybe i get a little bit cooler um Evan, what do you think, man? What was your you takeaway,
1: man? I feel a little cooler after listening to that. I, I, I'd give you a cosign on that. That thought, that feeling, that emotion. An Illuminati Congo always puts out the wokest music you can possibly imagine. Am I wrong?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, it depends. It depends on your definition of of woke i mean i you know i think that's kind of maybe it would be up to to him to co-sign or not but you know yeah like woke is like such a buzzword i don't know but um i know there's a strong um wave in society right now people that are embracing things like meditation uh things like psychedelics things like breath work things like uh you know manifestation and and um you know, trying to tap into things like, you know, your brain waves and, and binaural beats and, you know, just a different way of living. So we call that woke, man, for sure. But yeah, Illuminati Congo is the wokeest of the woke, man. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I think I would agree with you there, Evan. Speaking of consciousness and progression, naturally, we got to jump into Arise Roots and a song, Fade Away. Another banger from last Friday. Yeah man, Arise Roots is just killing it right now. And this was another and a long string of singles that they've been dropping on us here in this new year. It's almost like man, they must have made a plan like, hey, 2020, we're gonna we're gonna kill it. We're gonna own it. You know, we're just gonna keep dropping gems, dropping jewels on the people. And this song fade away. Man, it came in at the right time as the world is crumbling around us sometimes we just got to be reminded of the fundamentals you know and i feel like that's what this song does i love the rise root sound always every song is just on point but the lyrics to this one man are just you know perfect and i i think the album art is sick man you know it's just a vibe it's just absolutely a vibe and and uh actually a lyric video dropped on youtube which is pretty cool um it's kind of like just pretty straightforward it's it's um there's like kids singing the lyrics and shit it's a pretty powerful video you know just a really good piece of art all around you know and i just love i just love the message that love will conquer hate because it always does and and i love the uh the concept of like we could just respectfully agree to disagree it's like man oof, that'd be nice right and we disagree all the time dude we yeah, just but we agree to but i love to disrespect you, you
1: personally like I, i'd rather disrespect you
0: you'd rather disrespect dude
1: yeah man uh,
0: honestly well you need to go listen to the song again dude I, you need to go like you know, get your your vibe depleted, dude. You you got some negative negative energy in your heart, man. You got to get rid of that, dude. You got to go listen to some Rise Roots, some Illuminati Congo, man. Maybe you are scandalous. Maybe Dredd Kennedy was right. Maybe that song was about you, dude.
1: So what you're saying but is, if I feel like my vibes are depleted, I should just go back and listen to this for the vibes podcast, and that will oh, replenish yeah. my vibes.
0: That's like it's like when. Uh, Mario gets a mushroom and turns into a bigger Mario. You know, that's what this podcast um, does. Yeah, exactly. Wow, exactly. That's powerful. But uh, what do you think of a rise roots man?
1: A rise roots man. I'm just super pumped that they're putting out like a song a week, pretty much. All adding it onto this EP, and now we have the title song of the EP, "Fade Away." Um, man, they're just giving us another song every week. Just something else to listen to, something else to look forward to, and uh, it's been a fun ride.
0: I mean, do you ever just like you get just fade away or you just want to just fade away?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, everybody feels like I, I think everyone feels like that sometimes. Maybe everybody doesn't, but I feel like everybody's got to feel that way sometimes.
0: I've literally never felt like that.
1: Really? Well, <laughs> let's kidding, respectfully agree to disagree <laughs> on that
0: one. There you go, baby. I like it, dude. Let's respectfully agree to disagree. Um. But no, all in all seriousness, man, Rise Roots is doing something special this year. Uh, I gotta believe maybe an album's coming. Um, maybe we'll get a chance to talk to those guys. Like that'd be pretty tight, man. Arise Roots, big time fans, super talented. Um, and this song is no different. Speaking of uh, that West Coast vibe, something new, something fresh, man. Unified Highway, featuring Reverie. Hopefully I said that right, because this is a banger. Evan, go ahead and set off the banger alert and just fire up this banger, dude.
1: Boop. Banger alert.
0: Oh, He knows all Might be one of my favorite songs, man. That beat was fire, man. Dude, you could fucking, you could get a marshmallow roasted roast it on that beat, and we could Evan and I could be sitting outside, but just pick up a couple long sticks, poke a marshmallow at the end of that, and just fire that shit up, dude. That was a fire ass beat, man. And you know, I love the message in this song. Unique. Unique. I feel like in a in a world where, like, you know, what you see on social media, you know, sometimes you be so fake, and and you see this like image of what you're supposed to be uh, projected everywhere you look. You know, messages like just appreciating what's unique, the perfect imperfections. You know, something that's beautiful and different. And really, man, what's better than being yourself, man? Does nothing. Nothing. You got to be yourself. No one else is going to be you. You know, this song just reminds me to be me, and I'm good at being me. And if I'm not me, nobody else will be me. You know?
1: If you could pick one person to be you, like in a movie or something, who who would you pick?
0: Oh, uh, man. Um, man, definitely Vince Vaughn. Uh uh, and maybe also um man maybe also uh austin matthews from the toronto maple Leafs.
1: okay uh, yeah so those two maybe, guys they could be you if they want yeah to they
0: be. could be me because you know i feel like i feel like to be me you got to be able to keep up you know you, you, you gotta have to get the gab you got to be able to you know keep it moving grooving from left to to right from uh, top to bottom, you know, everything in between, man, you got to be able to button that up real quick and put a bow on it. And I think Vince Vaughn could do that. Okay. And and then I think you just need to be real cerebral. Okay. You got to have a good uh, sense around the net. You got to have soft hands. And I think the Austin Matthews could accomplish that. Um, so yeah, I think those two people probably nice. uh, could, what, what about you? Who, who, who would you want to be Evan Yardmo.
1: Well, I mean I've been told that I look like Justin Long, so I'll just say Justin Long.
0: Okay. I like Justin Long. He's a good actor. He's been in some really funny movies, man. Um Yeah, I, I, I see that. I also would have said Raekwon. Um The Chef? Yeah. Oh. Nice. Yeah, I remember one time I came over to your house to do the podcast and you just made some tacos and you gave me a taco. It was really good. Um, and just I remember in my mind, I was like, man, this guy's just like Raekwon. Well, but, anyways, you, um, you know, I, I really wish that you had that, that, like, we could have played the second half of that song because Reverie um, is a female rapper. And she absolutely spits bars on the song. Like, she has kind of, like, a fast-paced flow, like Nicki Minaj, but, like, does not as, like, uh, like you know, uh, out there. You know, she's a little bit more um, down to earth and, and just real. And uh, and it comes out in these lyrics, and it's catchy, man. It's just, like, to put a strong female hip-hop artist on a track with Eric Rahmane and amp live is just like it's brilliant dude and, and i love it i love the message in the song and i can't wait for that unified highway album to drop because um the song's is dope I mean, it sounds like you just threw your phone on the ground and rolled over four times
1: nice oh well, i'm sorry that that's that sounded like that for you
0: <laughs> anyways man i'm just talking with you listen let's break this up a little bit i we're six yes. songs deep we got a fire interview with Nathan from ITER. We gotta we gotta just drop that right now. We gotta get into that interview. We'll pick back up as soon as it's done. We got four more songs and a positive thought of the week out some record rock, rock news. But let's go ahead and let that interview play. Let's get the people what they want, Evan. What do you think? Let's do it. Yeah.
3: easy to walk that road always oh, doing what you told, but there's a better way just free your mind instead don't take yourself too seriously life is a dream only you can perceive anything you want you can have those things just take a step towards love and freedom
0: free yourself yourself yo 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 it is your boy JB with reggae 360 this is our podcast for the vibes and I'm sitting here in the studio man just just being positive, man. Just, I just have positive energy all around me, and I'm sitting next to a, another positive individual. His name is Evan Yarmo, a.k.a. Kevin Schlarmo, a.k.a. the plug for medical face masks on the east side of Manchester, a.k.a. you can share his sheep many times, but you can only skin it once himself. Evan Yarmo, what up, dude? How you doing?
1: JB, I'm doing great. How are you?
0: Dude, great is a great word to describe how I'm doing and I'm glad you're also doing great. And I'll tell you one reason why we're doing great, Evan. We are joined by another special individual. This man is behind one of the dopest pure forces in the music industry, the lead singer of a band that is single-handedly advocating for conscious roots reggae rock music a man that captivates audiences and walks around with an aura when he walks into a room you know it a man that is part of a band that has taken the reggae scene by storm they've played with the legends they've paid their dues they've spread good vibes all across the united states and beyond ladies and gentlemen the lead singer of aya tara mr nate what's up nate how you doing man Yo, that
4: was like the most fucking epic intro I feel like I'm supposed to be coming out to fight Conor McGregor or something like that
0: Yes, right? dude, you would beat him You would beat him with positive hand. energy Okay <laughs> all right.
4: Yeah, man, I'm doing good Thanks for asking, man Thanks for having me Oh,
0: uh, dude, we are so honored to uh, to be talking to you, man I can speak for all of Reggae360 We are massive fans of Ayaterra And uh, really just grateful to get this opportunity So, Nate, let's jump into it, man Tell the people, what uh, what are you up to right now, man? Paint a picture. What's going on in your life in this beautiful moment?
4: Right now, I'm sitting on my balcony here in Orange County, California, Fullerton to be exact. Ooh. Uh, I'm taking a break from making some Crucial Crystals to speak with you guys. Okay. Um, so Perfect. thanks for having me. Um I'm drinking some coffee and I'm waiting for my girlfriend to get off work so that we can go exercise and that's my life currently.
0: Dude, you are living the dream. I bet it's like let me guess, it's like 79 degrees out there right now. Hold on, let me check my watch. It is <laughs> 60, 65 but it's a cloudy kind of rainy day oh, today. So. Dude, I'll take it, man. We're out here in in New England, man, near near Boston, so Uh, no trust
4: man we just spent the last three weeks in like 20 degree weather in the midwest so i'm def i was super grateful to come back to california and just like actually i'm wearing flip-flops right now so that says it all
0: (laughs) flex on them dude i like it uh (laughs) (laughs) speaking of the last three weeks man you guys did you guys just get done with the tour was that the tour with iration ballyhoo and the reese brothers is that right it was yeah we just
4: got back a week ago to the day
0: nice dude how'd that tour go how did it meet expectations
4: it was great man i was like you know there's at this stage where we're at i feel like we've been really lucky to be able to go out and support a lot of the bands that we wanted to support from the beginning um and so as the list kind of dwindles down of like okay who do we who or who do we want to go support you know because we've supported a lot of great bands I, i don't know why we just got lucky and um have been able to go out with a lot of bands that we really love and look up to and so as the list was kind of getting shorter it's like yo like who's left who can we still go out and support and so Iration was always a band that we we've wanted to go out with for years it's kind of a full circle story of how the band started Iration is in the mix in there and so they were always on the list for years and years when we got the offer it just it was a no-brainer like oh we gotta go we, we definitely got to go with Iration. um and so the expectations were high uh, I knew it was going to be a good time and, and it was, it was great. man. the Iration guys are super nice. We bonded with the Ballyhoo guys Reese brothers have been our friends now since we took them out last year on the coming to light tour. Um, and it was just good hangs, good music. The crowds really showed up despite the cold weather and the snow and all that shit. So it was, I mean, it was, I could for sure say it was the best winter tour we've ever done.
0: No doubt. Dude, that's amazing. That's amazing. It's funny. You talked about the tour last year, the coming to light tour, uh, I think I actually saw you on that tour, man. I was uh, I think you guys came through to Cambridge, Massachusetts, to the St. Clair. I remember I went there with a buddy of mine who was not a reggae rock fan. He wasn't really sure what to what he was getting himself into. And dude, he absolutely fell in love with your band, fell in love with their vibe, dude. He was blown away. Um, at one point in the show, he actually opened up an umbrella. Uh, which was just—it's it's something that we're trying to get going here at uh, at festivals. But dude, he was blown away, and and I was—it was, was raining that day. It I was. I actually
4: remember that. Yeah. we loaded in in the fucking rain, and yeah, no, I remember that day. It was really good. It was a really good day. It was a roadie Friday. I think we had just finished like five or six shows in a row, and so we got to like open up a little bit there in Cambridge and and hang out for a little while. And I specifically remember that venue had laundry. So we were really excited.
0: (laughs) Yeah, dude, the the Sinclair is definitely epic, man. And, and uh, one band that was on that show, I mean, the Reese brothers, we could talk about them for an hour because they're super talented. One band I had never seen before, the four piece band. Actually, we had cam, uh, who's on guitar on this podcast a couple episodes ago and he crushed it, man. such a nice, genuine, uh, inspiring individual. Uh, how was it playing with Four Piece Band, man? Was that was that the first tour you guys did together? Or did you guys go back?
4: Yeah, man. Uh, first of all, shout out to Cam. He's a fucking shredder. Yes. Um, working on a couple of things with him that we're gonna start getting in the works here. So big love to Cam and all the Four Piece guys. Um, we actually started out as huge fans of uh, JC, who's their keyboard player and one of the lead singers. He uh, used to have a group when he was a teenager in hawaii called rudical rhythm and if you haven't heard of them and you're a fan of reggae music do yourself a favor go check them out on spotify and all that our bass player nick laportio actually got it all up on spotify for him and helped him out so it's available now on like youtube and all the, all that shit
5: um
4: but check out rudical rhythm we were fans of them for so many years uh, as we started to get into reggae music and things and then JC moved to Guam. He met Freddie, they started four piece band and we were just fans from the gate way before we knew them as, as people. Um, and then remember we got the offer for our first national tour ever, which was with uh fortunate youth in 2017 and four piece band was on the bill as well. Um, as Josh Heinrich and, and skill and Joe's back backing band. Damn. And, uh, so we were like holy shit man we get to tour with fy who were like our local hometown heroes you know starting this band in la um and then to have four piece too was super epic and i remember the first time we met them because they came up and they stayed at porch's house our bass player and we're like such big fans dude and i like rolled up to, to where we practiced at porch's house and like i was like holy shit four piece bands here and Uh, Went in and like met all the guys. Everyone was super cool. And we just bonded from the jump, man. I remember like the first day we met them, they started cooking all these traditional tomorrow dishes for us in a vegan style, which they were like not super familiar with, but they just replaced all the meat and shit with like, you know, fake products and everything. And um, they were super friendly, man. Just always been good friends of ours. And as their band has shifted and changed over the years, we've always stayed close friends. And it was actually our third tour with them, was coming to light. Oh, wow.
0: That's awesome, yeah, dude. No, that's uh, those guys are super talented, and and uh, I'm I'm a massive fan of of a uh, four piece band. And, uh, you, Enough to have you, them you, come out and support us. Yeah, man. You uh you you mentioned some like pretty big names. fortunate youth iration actually back to what you had said earlier. You mentioned that iration played into the formation of the band. I'm curious if there's a story there. There uh, is.
4: It's actually a really good story, man. Yeah it's it's actually what uh the reason that we called our our first full-length album full circle was because we had like a, a brain melting moment when we realized that this was all a thing so pretty much how it started man was like i um i'd always been into i come from like a metal background so i've, I've been playing music from a long t- for a long time but used to be in a totally another realm of of playing music um but i've always been into reggae as well I moved to LA when I was 20 years old to stop playing music and to go to college, and that lasted for about a year before I was like, "God, this shit sucks." I'm just starting a band, (laughs) but I but I didn't know what I didn't know how you know what I didn't even know what genre I really wanted to play because I've always been into so many different genres of music. And I went with some coworkers at the time to a narration show uh, out in Ventura and saw those guys doing their thing and Passfire open, and I'd been a Passfire fan for a super long time and. Niration was headlining. And I, I was like, you know what, man, I think I want to start a fucking reggae band. Cause I've been listening to this stuff for like five, six years now. And, and I think it's time. So I went home and I posted a Craigslist ad saying like, yo, I want to start a reggae band. And I included some of my influences, which at the time were like all the reggae rock, big names, you know, stupid and Niration and all those guys. And, um, and Nick Laportio, my bass player, still to this day, was the guy that responded and was like, yo, man, like, I love all the same bands. Let's do it. So we started the band based on the inspiration from an narration show. And then we went to go make our first EP about three or four months after the band had started. And we were like looking, you know, we always like cross reference shit from like what bands that we're into are doing. So we we're like looking through catalogs of bands of, you know, where do they record, you know, because we, we needed a studio to record at. And so... I don't remember which Iration record it was or whatever, but it said Castaway Seven Studios in Ventura, so we end up going down there to record. And the engineer JP, who's a dear friend of ours, he was like, "So how'd you guys start?" And I told him the same story, and he's like, "No shit, man." He's like, "I was actually playing keys for Iration at that time," so it was super weird how we saw him playing with Iration and it ended up starting the band because of that and then later ending up in his studio to make a record and it was I don't know, it was just crazy. So it was cool to also share that story with the Iration guys and I think they were humbled to hear like you know, it, it is, it's is—it's a strange dynamic like when you're a musician and somebody's like, hey, you inspired me to start doing this, you know and then I think they were just like, holy shit, that's weird and we feel old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, that's amazing, man. That, that really is uh, a wild story. So per reggaeville.com shouts out reggaeville.com your band plays positive conscious music while spreading messages of anti-establishment simple living and a healthy lifestyle i would want to ask you man do you feel like that represents kind of your guys' style or your vibe or i'm kind of curious for your take on that
4: yeah man um so i definitely think that that's fair to say i think that pretty much encapsulizes a lot of our work from our catalog um, you know we're human and we often change uh, well I mean we have variables you know so music is a relative a relative force and so I tend to like write songs about how I'm feeling generally at any given moment so they're li- my songs are liable to come out fairly different and- stretchy fucking songs sound like the same band or i mean you know some of them might but you listen through to a record and there's there's a lot of different attitudes being thrown in one direction um but i don't know i've been i've been told by some people you know i try not to listen too hard but maybe that's a good thing maybe it's a bad thing whatever i mean i'm just writing music um but i i do think you know those sentiments are probably fair to say it represents
0: our music well man i will say this dude your your music has inspired me tremendously i mean um, you know, I, I just I love the vibe that you guys come with. It's always thoughtful. Um, a lot of times, it helps me kind of shift my perspective into something positive. And actually, one of my favorite songs ever—a song that whenever I'm feeling down, dude, I'll throw it on. If I'm going to work and I need like, if the pressure of work or life is just getting too much, man, I'll throw that on. And that is Rainbow Road, dude. One of my all-time <laughs> favorites. Um, right on. Man. And the video's fire too, man. That's like it's just a fun-ass song man can you talk about kind of that song and and uh maybe how that video came about
4: for sure dude i got to shout out to quinn Murdy who filmed that video for us and he's literally just a college filmmaker and he's super fucking cool um and we met him at a show in arcada he goes to i think he goes to humboldt state up there and he just came by and Remember meeting the kid, man. He's just like one of those hungry kids that that you meet, and you know he's gonna do something. And he asked me that night by the merch booth. He's like, "Hey, man, like I'm a filmmaker. Like I really want to do a video for you." And I'm like, "Okay, cool, man. Like stay linked. Send me some of your stuff." And so, like, you know, we're on tour, and he reached out and he sent me some some of his work. And I'm like, "Oh, this is cool. I don't see a lot of stuff like this. It's like psychedelic, and it's all like post edit." And I'm like, "This is this is rad, man. I'll keep you in the loop. Let's do something, you know?" And the kid was so persistent, dude. He hit me up like once a week for like, for like four or five weeks in a row, and he's like, "Yo, I'm ready, dude. Like, I'll just get me down to California. Let's do this." So eventually, I, you know, I'm talking to the guys. I'm like, "Yo, this kid really wants to do it. Let's have him do it." And so he came down, and he was a pleasure to work with. And he actually took mushrooms for the, his first time in his life with us, and uh, we had a good night of hanging. And we shot the video for two days, and the whole idea was like. You know that the story behind that song is funny too because it was one that my bass player nick like he wrote the music for it and i you know it's like oh this is a cool jam i want to use this um, but i tend to have a lot of songs on the back burner um for whatever reason i just sat down and wrote the lyrics for that one in like 15 minutes like it all just came out and i was like i don't know if this is a great song i don't know if this is a terrible song but it's finished you know and so it, it stayed on the back burner for a while and as the album was kind of coming to a close it was like hey what are we gonna do with rainbow road and i was like i don't know man it's it's kind of a goofy tune you know it's 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 silly and it's fun and playful i don't know if it should make the album you know and we were kind of ironically taking ourselves too seriously <laughs> and um so the the choice was made like dude let's just put it on you know what i mean it's like it's more music and i i some of our albums tend to not have like the happiest of like, some of our songs don't have like a cheery vibe to them. I, yeah. I think that I tend to write like some melancholy, like healing things like that. Yep. Um, so this was like a fun dancey song and we're like, oh, it wouldn't hurt, man. Let's add to the dynamic of the record. And, um, so then the video came about, it was going to be a secret track on the album, but we were like, fuck it, man, just put it on like the full record. And I'm happy with it. We actually played it for the first time live on this Iration tour. We played it every night and, we went into like a transition, um, where we played feel so good by Chuck Mangione, which is like a 1980s jazz tune. And I've wanted to play that for so long. Cause <laughs> my mom gave me that CD when I was a kid and I've always wanted to arrange that into our set. And Hell this yeah. was like the perfect possibility. So it was honestly probably my favorite song to perform on the Iration tour.
0: That's awesome, man. That's, that's, man. uh, that's brilliant to hear that, that backstory. Now you mentioned, uh, doing mushrooms, man, is that are you like an advocate of, of psychedelics? I know that's like a big thing nowadays. People are using that to kind of get in tune, to get like a connection. Uh, some people like to just do it for fun, man. I'm curious. Is yeah. that is that something you advocate or maybe dabble in or, or maybe just a fan I'm
4: definitely of? I'm definitely an advocate for it. I don't use psychedelics anymore. Uh, I have an extensive history with them as like a teenager and a young adult. And I, I did them a whole lot like – in high school and fresh out of high school, listening to Pink Floyd and like just tripping my brains out. And, you know, I'm thankful for all those experiences. I don't really dabble with them much anymore. It's a little too intense for me, Um, but I'm definitely an advocate of them um, and of many things that are like natural mind altering substances because I just, you know, I feel that there's, there's a benefit for people who feel too shelled up and too closed up and in yes. the boringness of reality. So it helps if something can help you get outside that box, even for a couple hours or help you see life from a different perspective, then I'm all about it. You know, as long as it's safe.
0: Well, and to our listeners, if you can't get your hands on any psychedelics, just listen to rainbow road and it will have the same <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> life changing effect. Um, but no, speaking of dope videos, man, you had a, uh, You had a collaboration with one of my personal favorites, Jesse Royal. How did that collab come about, man? That's big, dude. That is big time. Thanks, man.
4: Uh, Jesse was awesome to work with. We honestly are just fans and we just reached out because we're fans of his music. Um, And, you know, he listened to the song. A lot of the times when a fan or when, when an artist reaches out to another artist for a collaboration, I know just from me speaking from my own experience, it kind of just comes down to like, do I like the song? Like, is it something that I can actually, like, will the song benefit if I sing on it? Am I being true to myself as an artist by singing on this song or am I kind of just faking it? Um, So luckily enough, he was into the song and he thought it was cool and um, he did the verse. And I remember we were on tour with Stick Figure when he sent it back and, and we were somewhere in like, Kansas or Nebraska or some shit. And we were on the bus and he sent back the verse and we were all trying to slap it onto our computers so that we could throw it into the song and see what he did. And like, we all were just ran in the green room and like crowded around the outlets and like put it into our project and like listen to it for the first time. And we were just like, Holy shit, man, Jesse killed it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude, that was a, that was a big highlight of that record, man. You guys had some really interesting collaborations and, um, speaking of that record, that you guys put out last year, man, that got a big, big reception, man. And I know, speaking personally, through the Reggae 360 Album of the Year contest, you guys, man, you guys got a lot of love from your fans, man. You guys made a real strong push. I know we had some tough, tough matchups, and, you know, I I always wonder, man, from a band's perspective, like, was that contest, was the Reggae 360 album of the year contest kind of on your radar is that something that bands kind of pay attention to i mean i know it's kind of for fans by fans type of thing but i'm just interested man did that did that make it your way
4: yeah man it definitely did um i guess i can only speak from my own personal perspective here you know i don't know if if it made its way to any i mean i know like it made its way to me and my band members uh i don't know about any other artists you know we don't i haven't really spoken with anyone about that but it's a fun thing, man. I, I think that things like that are important for bringing the community together. And like, I personally like to, um, you know, I I keep my ear to the ground with like what the fans are into and what they're not into. And, and I, I genuinely enjoy having a relationship with certain fans and stuff. It, it, I think it's important as an artist to listen to the fans like they listen to you, you know? So yeah. it's like if you're putting some stuff out and a lot of the times as artists, man, I mean, I know that like, I tend to like, I enjoy stepping out of my comfort zone when it comes to music and my little box that, you know, this reggae rock thing puts us into. So if I, if I go out on a limb and do a song that's like kind of different or kind of out there, I, I like to look and see how people are receiving it, you know? So, um, my personal experience, I, I kind of keep my, my ear to the ground, um, on that stuff. So I, I like to you know, checking out, seeing what the fans thought, because a lot of those records that were in the competition, I'm a fan of, you know, and, and, um, I like to see how things are doing. So yeah, it it made its way to my radar for sure. And, you know, we don't invest a lot of energy into those things because at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's a fun thing. And, um, at the end of the day, like it's not doing anything good or bad for the band. If anything, it's just doing something good for the scene by getting people talking about the music and talking to each other about the music and reasoning about what they like about this album, what they don't like about this album. So yeah, yeah I made it to my radar and I, I think it's a cool thing.
0: Awesome, man. That's good to hear. And, and hopefully through that process, maybe one new person got to listen to the Ayaterra album and, and became a fan for life because that's really what it's all about. I mean, I know there's all the, debate and you know people have their opinions and that's great but at the end of the day man it's about spreading the music because that's what we're about man and and uh you know we're that's super cool to even just hear that that was on your radar too so i'm pretty stoked there and um, for sure
4: well on that yeah. on that matter too i do think it's important to like um i do think it's important to open up the lines of communication on things like that you know because yeah. um like the real world and a lot of the times people look at the reggae community and and they think it's like oh we have to just be you know good vibes all the time and so if somebody states their opinion it's almost like people aren't ready to hear a real true opinion because everybody kind of just wants to like for lack of better terms like blow smoke up each other's asses like oh i love this and i love that and i love this and i think it's completely healthy and completely rational for fans to have an opinion even if they fucking hate something man you know what i mean it's like we should be open to hearing people's opinions. And if not, then, you know, you can just stay off Facebook or whatever it is. But that's kind of the beauty in, in the whole thing. I mean, the scene is a community. It's a bunch of humans interacting together. So yeah. I think it's important to have honesty in that kind of stuff.
0: That's dope, man. Well, I tell you what, speaking of uh album of the year, an album came out this year that I is one of my personal favorites so far. And that came from a band member of you, man. Nick Safakis dropped a solo album, dude, out of nowhere. At least from my perspective, I didn't know that was coming, man. But when I heard it, I was like, damn, dude, this is fire. From your perspective, Nate, like you got to be pretty proud of, of your boy, man. Like that that album was, was hot fire, dude. Did you know that was coming, man? Like, did you know uh, Nick had it in him, man? Can you, can you talk about that a little bit? For sure, man. Um, I mean, Nick's been plugging away at that thing for a while now.
4: And it's honestly, it's been a pleasure, like since Nick joined our band, um, you know, because we were kicking around for a couple of years before Nick joined. And when he did, we were still, you know, really small band playing local gigs and everything. And it's just been cool to watch his progression as an artist and as a musician um, over the years. And so, you know, me and him have worked closely on all the Ayatara shit. And so I definitely knew he had that in him. And I've watched the thing blossom. And yeah, man. I nothing but good things about that record. I'm I'm proud of them, and I'm glad that it's being received well by the fans.
0: Hell yeah, man. That's cool, Nate. Well, just oh, man, just talking to you, dude. It's it's. Uh, I I can tell you, just a very humble, down to earth, like real person, man. And it's funny, like when I went to that show in Cambridge, seeing you on stage, man. You got the hair flowing, dude. You're just rocking out, like you have this like rock star aura. So to hear, like just talking to you, man, and just seeing how down to earth you are like, that's pretty cool, man. You know, (laughs) that's got me stoked. So, um, so I respect that man. Definitely. Thanks Uh, man. You're a nice
4: guy to talk to as well. I appreciate that.
0: Hey, there we go, dude. (laughs) I like it, man. Um, well, I'll tell you what, man, uh, let's talk about what you guys have in store for the people moving forward. I'm, I'm looking right now. I know you got some big shows coming up. I know 2020 is going to be a big year. You got some time right now in la before you hit the road again can you talk about maybe what you guys are cooking up and, and maybe what you have coming that fans could be looking out for
4: yeah man um as far as performances go and and things that we would love to see some fans come out to is we have uh next on the list is reggae rise up vegas which is really fucking cool because we've been doing the reggae rise ups for the last couple of years and are big endorsers of that festival. I think those guys are awesome that put it on and they always provide a great experience for the fans and for the artists. Um, and so this is the first year they're doing it in Las Vegas, which is my hometown. So I'm super happy to be doing that. Uh, that's April 19th. I believe tickets are available still. So go swoop them. And then um, we will be making our way the day after up to do a one-off headline show in Santa Cruz um, at one of our favorite spots at the Catalyst Club. Um, and we are lucky enough to have Kez uh on the bill, as yes. well as some local talent, uh, Pacific Roots. So it's, it's a cool lineup, nice, diverse music. And uh, we love playing Santa Cruz every time. Those tickets are definitely available. Um, and we hope to see you guys there. Um, and then, you know, we got a couple festival plays coming up. We're going to be at Sweetwater 420 Fest in Atlanta on uh, April 25th. And then we're kind of hanging out until Cali Roots at the end of May. Uh, and then we start the summer tour with Stick Figure, which is going to be fucking rad. We're super grateful to those guys for bringing us out. Um, but as we kind of get prepared for those things, we do have a couple months um, at home. So it's an exciting time for us because we're such a heavily touring band that it's, it's pretty rare that we get the time to um, you know, it's if we ever have any time off, it's usually like decompressed time for a couple of weeks after a big tour. But then we instantly got to get back together and start um, rehearsing and writing new stuff for just for live performances um, because we like to keep things exciting. I don't ever want to play like the same same set twice on like two tours. You know what I mean? So yeah. It's exciting because we have a little bit of time here to decompress from the Iration tour. Um, and before we start prepping everything for the summer tour, we have like a month or month and a half to get together and workshop some of these new songs that we've got kicking around. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I will say without revealing too much, we do have the next release. Um, it's already done and it's, it's already being ready to, uh, Released when the time is right. More info will be available on that soon, but it's, uh, probably my favorite song I've ever written and I'm, I'm super excited to release it. Um, and yeah, there's just a couple other cool tidbits about it that, you know, unfortunately I can't say too much about it, but when it's out, I think people are going to go, holy shit, I want to hear this. And, um, when the song becomes available, I think it'll be a rewarding experience for fans because it's going out on a limb for, for ourselves as musicians and artists and the message that we want to convey. And, um, there will be some, some new music soon to look forward to.
0: Hell yeah. Well, you heard it here first, a reggae 360 exclusive. There's a secret mysterious song coming. We can't <laughs> say too much, but it will happen. Um, dude, and do that tour you talked about with uh, stick figure, the once in a lifetime summer tour, yeah, man. Ooh, dude, I was looking at that. Man, that looks like a hell of a tour. The Movement, Kali Buzz, Stick Figure, you guys, man, that's that's going to be a jam. And definitely that 420 show is big. So any listeners, uh, pay attention to that. Go to uh, Ayaterra's Instagram for that information. And, uh, Nate, this, is, this has just been a, an enlightening, wonderful conversation. I'm even more – I mean, I'm an even bigger – Fan of you and your music now for talking to you. And I kind of feel bad because I'm sitting here with Evan. Man, I haven't even given Evan an opportunity to ask one question. So we're going to start Ooh, Evan, this segment
1: here. How are you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing fantastic <laughs> right now. I'm just Good, listening to all this.
0: This is a segment we're going to call Evan Yarmo Ask a Question because I cut Six. you off this whole time, Ev. So what a segment. The floor is yours, Evan.
1: Man, just okay. Off the top, I'd say, you know, listening to you talk about, you know, you're on tour all the time, you're super busy touring heavy. When you're at home, you're living in l a. Um, what's it like out there? Is it portrayed like it is in the movies? you know or are you are you out there having a wild time or, or what's it like when you're, <laughs> yeah, at home? Dude,
0: you're you're talking to a couple of people from Boston, man what's l a like man? It's yeah, like this. man I, I wish I had a more exciting answer
4: for you guys because I love watching like you know the fucking movies that depict l a as super crazy <laughs> and, and I'm sure that it is. I'm Mm. sure that if you go to Hollywood and you go and do all that shit, if you seek it, you will find it. However, I do not seek it. (laughs) Um, I like to just relax. Um, I actually moved down. I'm just a bit South of LA now. I'm in orange County. Me and my girlfriend are are down here in Fullerton. Um, But I was living in the suburbs in Los Angeles for like a good six years. So I'm about 20 miles from like downtown, like 10 miles from Hollywood um, where I was living. So, a lot of the times, you know, we'd go out on tour and, and Boston is a happening place too, man. There's tons of yes. shit going on, but we will go to like fucking Tulsa, Oklahoma and places where it's a lot more mellow. You know what I mean? And they'll say, Oh man, like, isn't it crazy living in LA? And I'd just be like, literally imagining myself sitting out like on, on the porch or whatever of my apartment and just being like, there's not another human around me. You know what I mean? It's super <laughs> quiet and yeah. very chill. And I, I'm not sure if that's because that's what I'm into. And I, I just like to, um, come home and relax and make music and, um, spend time with the people that I really care about. Um, but I'm sure if I wanted to go do the, the LA shit, I'm sure that it's still out there, but, uh, (laughs) just not for me. You know what I mean? It's, it's very relaxed as I sit here right now, it's super quiet and nice. And there's birds chirping around me and it's, it's a good vibe.
0: Damn, man, that sounds like a good life right there. Well, I tell you what, man, like I said, this was a this is a great conversation. Learn a little bit more about you, hear your story, uh kind of find out what you know what you guys have coming up, here, your perspective on some things. Um, Nate, like I said, man, I'm an even bigger fan. Anyone that's listened to this um, they are probably a bigger fan right now. And, uh, you know, we're all just, you know, stoked to see what you guys have in store. Keep doing your thing. The album you dropped last year was flawless, man. It was amazing. You've had, you guys have a huge fan base and, um, you know, I, I, I don't need to tell you, man, you seem very, uh, you know, humble and, and appreciative for the love that you guys receive. And it's certainly well-deserved and, um, man, just, God, I just appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. And please know, if you ever come out to the East Coast, man, Reggae 360 has your back. If you need anything, if we can ever do anything for you in terms of promotion, you know, whatever, 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 we got your back. We're big time ITERA fans. So, um, Nate, I'm going to let you get back to it, man. Enjoy your coffee. Enjoy hitting the gym with your girlfriend. Dude, you got to get right. You got to live right. And on that note, man, thank you.
4: For sure, man. I really appreciate it.
0: Thanks, guys. For sure. All right, Nate. Peace, man. Nate, peace.
4: Later.
3: To know how to prepare for a spiritual war Access the knowledge you have in store See, we are living in material age Government don't care about the people in the streets Now for them are poor, working for a poor wage To a dollar bill, they appear to be a slave So I said, hold up your hands if you want real change Better must come, but not this way We and we got to break the chains
0: Damn, dude! What a fire interview, Nathan! Just crushed that. What an interesting individual. What a humble individual. What a down-to-earth individual. And it's no—it's no wonder that people love Ayaterra all across the world because of the vibes, man. Nathan is just a um, a, a real thoughtful, intelligent individual, and. Um listening to him, getting to hear his personality a little bit, you, you kinda understand why ITER represents what they represent, why their lyrics are are thought provoking and, and positive, but also like kind of melancholy and you know, sometimes more laid back. But um seeing Ayatara in person, watching them live, Nathan's up there, his hair's blown in the wind, man, he's just crushing. I mean, he's he's uh He's a freaking rock star, man. He's a rock star, for sure. Hey, what'd you think of that conversation we had?
1: Rock star. Good word. Man, Nathan's cool as heck. Music, even better, honestly. Love that music, man. Anybody who listened to that interview has to go and check out that music if they haven't already. It's fantastic stuff.
0: Yeah, I guarantee you there's not one person that's listening to us right now that has not heard of Ayatara. But... You never know. Maybe they hadn't heard... Uh, nathan talked before so there you have it now you you get a, a, a taste of you know the personality and uh the man behind the music um speaking of music Ev, we got a couple more songs to get through man let's yes. uh let's go ahead and get that kicked off maybe we got four more bangers to discuss actually they might not all be bangers maybe they don't all get the stamp the banger stamp i don't know but let's find out The feeling.
2: The feeling.
0: Yeah, well, first of all, man, again, fire beats, sick beats, that feeling, man. I, You know, maybe I don't know exactly what that feeling is, but I want it, man. This song makes me want that feeling. This song okay, is Pure Ja-Ja, Vibes. You can call him. What's that?
1: I said this song is Pure Vibes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. 100% 100% man, this is a song that you you put on and you just feel you just feel the music um, And you know what dude, I think I maybe I do know what the feeling is. I think happiness is the feeling and that's what this song is all about and It's just man if you want something to turn that frown upside down go ahead and put this song on man because that's what it will do this is musical vibration all right, it's it's musical medicine. It's happiness. That's what we all want. And the truth is, you can have it in a split second if you decide to have it. At least that's what I think. But yeah, man, this is this is a this is a this is a perfect quarantine song right now. Perfect. Play this. Turn it all the way up. Dance around with this side song. I mean, just do your thing. Anyway, Ev, what would you think? Man, you said it was a the song was the vibe. Anything to add to that?
1: Uh, the song was the vibe, man. It's just you know the nice smooth bass to just carry you through. You know, um, talking about don't waste no time, which I think a lot of people are feeling right now. What do, what do we do with all this time? You know. Time's precious. Makes you think about the time that you had maybe six months ago, a year ago, that you were doing different stuff. Maybe maybe you're able to reflect and think about what you would be doing with the time that you had when things are a little bit different. I don't know. Um Yeah. What do you I think? How was life
0: different for you six months ago?
1: Um six months ago. That was October, something like that. Yeah. Um you know, I could leave my house and go to places where there were events and go out and play music with my friends and listen to music with my friends and dance. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Six months ago, man, I, I was and maybe it was a little bit more than six months, but but uh right around there, man, I was living in down near Boston. I had a different job. You know what I mean? I had just taken this this step to come back up here to new hampshire take this new job flew out to california man i was in san francisco for a little bit you know i feel like the podcast was in flux too like i don't know if we were if we really had started season two yet at that we point not. you know and uh here we are man life is good i'm loving this job man i'm loving this transition up here in new hampshire Podcast is going strong. Life is good, man. We're working. So, a lot can change in six months. doesn't seem like a long period of time, but a lot can change in six months. Hopefully, in the next six months, life will be back to normal for all of us. I don't know. What do you? What, how do you want your life to be different in the next six months?
1: In the next six months? Yeah. Man. Six months from now, psh, as long as I'm just like able to work and see my friends and my family, I'm cool. Like, yep. I'm good
0: yeah you're a simple man and, and I respect that man it's a little things you know it's that it's that attitude of gratitude you know I respect that man but you know kind of in line with what we were talking about is this next song too trevor hall and Brett denon really really kind of break down uh some we all maybe struggle with go ahead and play a little trevor hall for the people
5: Don't you go to war with yourself, I heard it come through the rain. Mm. Mm. Hey, don't you go to war with yourself, how you gonna hold You are carrying
0: put down what you are carrying. Put down, put down, put down. Put down what you are carrying. Put down what you are carrying. Put down what you are carrying. Put down, put down, put down put down what you are carrying, John. Dude, that's it's a lot, man. What I what I'm carrying, do is a lot, bro. You don't even no dude we all have baggage and stress and things and man this is such a good song dude sometimes the song just comes at the right time and talk about going to war with yourself you know i think i do that more often than not that's always a losing uh you know uh, a a losing effort man (laughs) because you can be your own worst you can be your own worst enemy you can be you know the meanest person to yourself and the song is just reminding you let it go put it out of your mind this is like meditation music you know it's just something that it reminds me of 90 percent of probably the the suffering i go through is just it's self-inflicted it's my own mind kind of like judging me or being harsh on me or creating like scenarios in my mind about you know negative situations or like you know why haven't i done this or why haven't i accomplished this you know, this could have been better. And like, as I slowly kind of like evolve, you know, and, and look to things like meditation or, you know, just like conscious music or, you know, really just like pushing myself to read more. And, and, uh, I'll do all these things for self love and self care. And just trying to develop myself as a person. I feel like that fades away. And this song just beautifully kind of echoes that sentiment of just like, put down what you're carrying, take that load off. Um, Evan, yeah, you're a guy that likes to uh, get a load off every once in a while. Am, am I right? Like, what do you, what do you? Uh, <laughs> what do you think of this song,
1: man? Me, I I dig it. It's got some like gospel and country vibes. It feels real down south and, and, and kind of southern fried. It reminds me of um, Zach Deputy a little bit, who's been posting some cool positive okay. stuff on his okay. Instagram this past week. Worth checking out. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just some good vibes. Put down what you are carrying. Put down what's bringing you down. You know, let go of everything that's holding you down. Um, and that's tough. You know, it's tough to let go of everything. And and I think looking for perfection like that it is tough. But if you can just just let go of something, you know, regularly forgive somebody or yourself or something, you know, and just just kind of take a load off. You know, you deserve that. You deserve to feel okay. You deserve to feel. Not stressed out by the past, you know.
0: Damn, Evan, this is a fucking positive thousand a week or what, dude? Preach, brother. I like it.
1: Man, there's all, all these songs, my vibes, they're feeling replenished between the interview and all the songs <laughs> we're listening to. I'm back on it, baby. I'm feeling great. Back,
0: back on this bullshit, man. I like it. Um What do we got next, dude?
1: Next. We've got Namaste right here by the Summer Survivors.
0: Yeah man, yeah. Nah, I'm gonna stay right here. Nah, I'm gonna stay right here, dude. This is like a, you know, it's an interesting sound, man. It's like a hard, heavy dose of rock music. It, man. This, this is kind of like just, maybe a reach, but like the sound kind of reminded me of like old school. Like late '90s rock music, like I, I, I. I, I,
1: The singing gave me like like uh, early '2000s like emo or pop punk vibes.
0: I dude, I heard like Offspring and Green Day. I think that's throwback
1: rock. Green Day, that's that's emo right there, baby. Yeah. Some emo purists might not think it is, but that's okay. They aren't emo purists. Um, That's a thing.
0: Yes. People I've love that. now. Um, but it was fire, man. It definitely got my head moving, you know, and like I just think, dude, if I was drunk at a concert and they were playing the song, dude, I would be dancing like a like a fucking idiot, dude. I would be throwing elbows and just grooving and jiving and fucking just Going for it, man. John, I know I we're know not that.
1: sitting a, in a room together, but I want you to dance not like an idiot right now.
0: Not like an idiot. Correct. Do it now. Go. Bro, don't don't disrespect me, Evan. You know I can dance like the best, dude. I can bachata. I can merengue. I can salsa. I can two-step. I can fucking crunk. I can do everything, dude. You're putting my brain man, on a pretzel i soul, bro. I was born with it, dude. All right? I got, I got footwork, baby. All right. Don't disrespect me, Evan. You respectfully agree to disagree or nothing at all. But don't disrespect your boy because I can dance. and you know that. You've been to concerts with me. you see seen me after about 16 uh, drinks. <laughs> I, <laughs> what happens? I
1: have seen you at concerts, and I won't tell the people what that's like. Don't worry. That stays between you and me, J.B.,
0: Good man. I appreciate that. Dude, you're you're a loyal uh friend. And for that I respect you. But anyways, man, so um this is a good song, man. It was something I had never heard before. Honestly, I'm 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 still kind of new to summer survivors and you know this was a good little entry point for me, so I'll probably, you know, dive in a little bit more and, and uh yeah, just
1: good song, man. What do you say to queuing up one more song? One more one song for the people.
0: One more, dude? Let's do it. Man, I got one more in me, dude. The people got one more in them. Let's do it.
1: This song what is we got? a song for Helena. I think it's Helena. Maybe it's Helen or Helene. I, I don't know. I think it's Helena. But the artist who put out the song is a band by the name of Dub 321.
0: Three, two, one. Three, two, one. That is an interesting song, man. Yeah, very interesting. I got like a uh, um, almost like a Bob Dylan kind of like you know uh, folky, funky kind of voice and and rhythm in that, and I didn't even hear any dub. <laughs> but that's okay, man, because this song on its own was a very unique creation and um, very strongly worded, too. Like, we don't censor music, okay? We never will. Really, music is expression. And however you say the name, Helen, Aline, Helena, whatever. H e l e n e. Um, she broke somebody's heart, man. She hurt somebody. <laughs> I did hey, do that, hey, but. Huh? Why? Why they gotta hurt people? All
1: well, this heartbreak on our playlist today.
0: You know, because th- because man, we're about a over. A, we're a little over a month out of Valentine's Day, so it's like all that like love and romantic sappy shit now. The honeymoon stage is over now. People are really finding out who and who is not scandalous. Dang! And it sounds like this particular uh, subject of the song was scandalous. But you know what? Music is expression, man. And this is a little story that is told about a uh, <laughs> about somebody that did somebody dirty. And you know, I, I like the vibe. Again, this is the first I've heard of Dub Three Two One. I'm definitely gonna check out Dub Three Two One. See what else they got. But um this was a fire track, man. It was uh it was good, dude. What'd you think?
1: Man, you're spot on. I do enjoy this track, and you're right, it has some folky vibes to it, some Bob Dylan or Tom Petty or a little 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 vibe like that to it. And you know what? Dub three two one typically brings you the dub. Today they brought you some folky heartbreak. And you know what? I dig it. It gets Tom a stamp Petty. of approval. I wish I got to see Tom Petty before he passed away, but that's more negativity, so we won't talk about that, Um, but I really enjoy Tom Petty, that's one of my favorite artists out there.
0: I don't think that's negative, I think it's positive that you had so much admiration for that, for Tom Petty, that you wanted to see him before he passed away, but it is kind of a somber
1: thought that you'll never be able to. Sombre. that's a better word.
0: Yeah, but. Oh man, that's that's life. At least you lived long enough to do this podcast tonight, Evan. You did a hell of a job.
1: Oh, thanks, man. It's the only thing you know. Every time, every week, I'm like, man, I did another podcast. I made it another notch in the bedpost of life by doing one more episode <laughs> of this podcast.
0: <laughs> yes, dude. That's the fucking spirit that I like, dude. What do you uh? What do you say we segue that into some rugged rock
1: news? Ooh. What do we got? What's going on in the reggae rock world?
0: Yeah, man. I mean, it's pretty straightforward, right? The biggest thing that's going on right now is because of the current state of things, um, gatherings and concerts and festivals are all being delayed. So naturally musicians, artists, venues, everybody's losing money right now. It's crazy. So we're all kind of coming together as a community. And Rootfire has actually done something amazing, where um, they have created the ability for artists to live stream uh, Q and A, and then also um, some acoustic live performances, where you can actually buy from your TV, your computer. Assuming it's an internet TV, but you go to, um, I think it's it's uh, Rootfire TV. And you can actually watch some of your favorite artists. Um, For example, today they had um, Josh from The Movement, the Johnny Wayne duo, Brett Wilson from Roots of Creation. I mean, a lot of your favorite artists are doing live streams through uh, Rootfire TV. So definitely check that out. And I know, like, all of the big, um, you know, reggae media outlets are – promoting it 360 is doing everything that we can to kind of support that because it's a really cool initiative and you know just every day check it out there's uh, you know we've had natalie rise has done it Indubious, dubious joe sambo the elevators um you know everybody right now is kind of getting together and then also artists go to their facebook page man really support your artists they're all doing live acoustic video sessions because that's just the state of the world and and uh you know we're all kind of doing the damn thing. That's why I'm sitting here at my house on a damn cell phone instead of sitting in Evan's freaking studio. Um, we're all we're all adjusting. We're all adapting. So, so yeah, I would say definitely check that out. Um, one big announcement from reggae 360 and Extension Music Group, which is uh, the the. Band management, artist management, talent management, label side of Reggae 360. Um, we just announced that we're uh, we're parting up with Illuminati Congo. We're actually going to be um, joining forces and and uh, as a management group working with Illuminati Congo and really, you know, helping get his message and his name out there, especially um, on the Reggae Rock kind of conscious side of the world. They really need to see that message that uh a out of cognitive friends so we thought it was a a beautiful opportunity to partner and help spread those good vibes so um definitely hit the ig check that out big announcement we've got some more big announcements coming soon can promise you that uh but yeah i would say the biggest thing right now is buy merch you know watch the live stream support we're all coming together as a community we're all going to get through this um. Yeah, man. We think of that. I think that sounds about right. We really got. We really have to get better at <laughs> the uh, Ray Rock News piece of things. I need to do my job as a as a um, as a journalist and get some more news ready. to Go. I will say, um, Ian Young is uh doing something pretty interesting um he is he is doing a uh a an album featuring quote-unquote the ragamuffin ride rhythm is basically 10 reggae artists um jumping on kind of like an instrumental like a rhythm uh track basically and uh I mean, I'm looking at some of the artists that are going to be involved in this. InnoVision is involved with this. Bobby Hustle, um, Soul Medic. I mean, Double Tiger Sounds, like, it's going to be real interesting. Uh, really, really interesting. So, um, definitely looking forward to seeing what Ian Young is is dropping uh, for the people. Also, Man, Roof Fire is just man—they are doing their damn thing. So, um, Kylie Roots Rhythm Twenty Twenty, um, basically, Kylie Roots has been postponed. They're coming out with a twenty-one track uh, exclusive album produced by Kylie Buds and mixed by Johnny Cosmic, and basically again, it's a reggae rhythm compilation where it's like a you know different artists kinda of building off of uh you know a, a reggae rhythm and, and uh it's dropping five twenty two and it's just gonna be awesome man. So you know some big some big music coming uh and, and I'm looking forward to that. So anyways, man, that's the news. That's everything that's that's put to print. That's all I got, Evan. Anything to add, dude. You did great, John. Appreciate I, man, you I appreciate that. I feel like I, I feel like that was slow and kinda clunky and I feel like I could have been more prepared but your positivity just made me feel better, man. So thank you. Anytime, John. Speaking of positivity, have you got a, a positive thought of the week?
1: Me, a positive thought of the week? I got a positive thought of the week for you, John. Man, this whole podcast has been getting me more and more positive. Um, man, I'm I'm thankful for the technology that we have that allows us to stay... Com- you know, connected with the people that matter to us and allow us to still be creative. Man, I've been I've been playing music every day, constantly, all the time. You know, I, I play in a band. My roommate is my bandmate. He's been doing live streams of our stuff, acoustic. You know, we're doing what we can to just stay sane and do our thing and have some fun. And, you know, by golly, we're doing our best. Um, just, yeah, just, just thankful for the ability to still be out there and communicate and, and do our thing. John?
0: Yeah, man, I think um, what I would say is my positive thought of the week is that you just have to be able to understand when life is testing you, right? Because things will happen that seem pretty fucked up. Like, you'll get some things thrown your way that throw you off your game or um, they don't fit into the plan that you've made or, or they seem kind of like something really bad happening to you in that moment. And, and, you know, bad things do happen. Like people deal with them. But I also think that sometimes life sense tests your way, right? So if something doesn't go your way, you're, you, you're stuck in a bad situation or you don't like the situation that you're in, it could be a test to see if you have the resiliency to be able to fight through that and to reframe the way you're looking at it in a positive way right so you know there's there's always a positive way to think about something that's happened to you i shouldn't say most of the time there's some like tragic things that happen that just have no explanation but i think a lot of the adversity that you might face if you tell yourself this is a test this this is something that's going to pull character out of me and i'm going to overcome this and i'm going to turn this into a positive you tell yourself that narrative and you start thinking that and believing that, you'll overcome it. You know, you'll overcome whatever comes your way because you'll know it's a test and you'll believe in yourself. You'll have confidence and competency, the ability to tackle whatever gets thrown your way. That's what we're talking about. That's why we do this podcast to bring the people up to face challenges head on no matter what it is. It's a test. So, I'm in the process in my own life right now of just kind of reframing some things that have happened to me recently and turning them into uh, positive. So, Ev, I'll, I'll let you know how that's going. All right, check back in with me next month and I'll let you know. Sounds right? good, John. That's all I got, dude. That's it. That's it. That's it, dude. It's over. No, but honestly, thank you guys for listening to us. I know maybe this... Episodes sounded weird. Maybe it sounded great. I don't know. Again, we're not in the same room. It's weird. I can't see Evans' uh, face, and and uh, you know that's sad. That's a somber thought. But you know what? Next week we'll come back bigger, better, stronger. Maybe we'll FaceTime each other. Who knows? Uh, But definitely, thank you for sticking with us, showing us love, supporting us. We love you. Hopefully, if you're listening to this right now, uh, things are only going to get better for you. If you need anything, if you need any assistance. If you're in a bad spot, reach out to us on Instagram. We'll find a way to help you uh walk we'll it through this damn thing. So um, on that note, we'll catch you next week. Much love. Peace.